Welcome to Virtually Unbreakable, where we inspire you to live happier and more fulfilling lives. My name is Ella and I'm your host. Today, my guest is Dr. Emma Fieldhouse. Emma is a founder of a company called Future We Want that uses game-based learning to provide fun and accessible climate engagement solutions for busy professionals. Emma has over 20 years experience in the sustainability sector and has worked and acted as a sustainability and an environmental lead for many institutions. And today, together with Emma, we will discuss how to live more consciously and focused on creating better future together. I'm pleased to have you here with me. So sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. Emma, it's so lovely to see you. Thank you so much for joining this morning. How are you? I'm, I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for inviting me over. Yeah, uh, we've had a bit of sunshine here today, so that always makes me happy. Yes, it's quite cloudy where I live right now, but fingers crossed the sun will come out. Emma, I've given a brief intro to your profile. You work in sustainability sector. Many people perhaps don't fully understand what sustainability is or how does it actually impact them and what impact they can have. Can you tell a little bit more? Can you share your definition of sustainability? Yeah, yeah. So sustainability is really about making sure we make the right kind of decisions that mean that we can leave a planet that's as abundant as we have now for our children and their children. A uh, Part of that is about how we use natural resources to, to have the lifestyles that we have. And also, obviously, implicated in that is also how we're treating the, the, the climate uh, and the kinds of gases that we're putting into the climate that's, that are currently warming the planet. So being sustainable will be that we're making sure that all of those things are in balance. Mm -hmm. I understand. I think this is very helpful. I think many people I know and a bit from an observation, I've noticed that many people are so busy uh, living their lives through, you know, their daily routines and they do similar or the same things every day. We all get caught up in the pattern of that, that very rarely sustainability actually springs to mind. And what can we do to live more consciously? You have, I didn't mention this, but you are also one of the winners of Women in Innovation Awards given to you by Innovate UK. Can you tell me how does your company, Future We Want, makes a difference in this sector? Yeah, um, so we were lucky enough to, to win the award back in 2021. Um, and part of the reason for that was we were just about to launch our physical carbon footprint game. Mm -hmm. uh, but COVID obviously meant that we weren't able to do that. So we applied to Women in Innovation so that we could start to develop a digital version of our carbon footprint games so that obviously more people across the world can, can access them. So that was the reason why we won the award. And that's what the company is all about. It's about bringing game-based experiences to people so they can learn in a really deep way uh, what's actually going on with the planet uh, and how they can make a difference. So our games are great at just highlighting the problems, but then also help people to see ways in which they can make choices that will help to lower their impacts. Yeah. And, and this is really how it's effective, isn't it? Is by 
What a fantastic idea, first of all. Um, I'm really amazed with that idea. I think the, the best way children and adult, adults learn is through fun, um, because fun puts us in a state of mind that is relaxed and open yeah. um, to learning. So by designing a game, you can make a true different impact in the world. Well done for that. Um, Thank you. And I mean, um, we recognised as well that environmentalists have made it very hard for ourselves over the last 50 years because we've been telling you that Armageddon is coming. Uh, and it's from just from a, a, a sociological or psychological perspective, people's brains cannot deal with the thought of Armageddon. So, of course, they're not going to look at it. So instead, if we say, it's a negative well, we association, to... isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So we say, well, you know, let's play a game instead, and then people will 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 get involved. So right. Okay. One well, now as well. The dog has just made an arrival, just in case he starts whining. And <laughs> no worries. No worries. <laughs> okay. Um. So you have this big mission. Um. You have taken on this big mission of um, helping people make the planet um better for future generations um, and uh, teaching us all how to how we can make an impact. It's such a big purpose. How do you ensure that you stay um, healthy and fit and resilient to not get burned out? How do you protect your mental health and yeah. physical health? And first of all, actually, what does well-being mean to you? Yeah. Um, well-being, uh, I think I sort of see it in three sort of different areas. So it's about care for yourself first, because if you don't care for yourself, then you will end up in a burnout situation. And I have experienced that myself in the past before. Um, then I think care for others and our community and our family and friends and care also for people who aren't in those communities. Pe you know, people are on the other side of the planet. And then the other dimension of care for me is for the planet itself, for animals and plants and for the yeah. natural system of which we are just one part. Mm -hmm. So well-being for me has those sort of three different areas of care. Uh, mm -hmm. With regards to resilience, it's easy to say and sometimes it's not so easy to do. Yeah. Um, but, but I've seen many environmentalists who burn themselves out because they're just putting hours and hours and hours in because they're so passionate about this area. Uh, I, I've personally done sort of retreats in the past before, which I think is a really good way to slow down and to, yeah. to focus uh, on, on, you know, our part in, in, in making a difference and how it imp important it is to protect mm. ourselves in that. Mm. Uh, and so one of the things I've been to in the past before was based on a, a Joanna Macy's work. I don't know if you've come across her, um, the, the work that reconnects so that we kind of reconnect ourselves with the planet as part of the work that we do. Mm -hmm. um, but with regards to resilience, I also personally have had a lot of difficulties in the last few years. So mm. I won the Women in Innovation Award, uh, but literally when I was writing the application, my sister was terminally ill with cancer. Uh, and I put the application in for the award on the Wednesday or Thursday and she passed away on the Sunday. Sorry to hear that. That's terrible news. Yeah, it was tough. It was such a tough time because I was also helping to care for her at the time. So it was an immense kind of pressure. Uh, but I knew in my bones that the Women in Innovation Award had got my name on it. I don't know how I knew, but I knew. Exactly. Uh, and, and then we won the award. And so it's then meant that I 
pivoted my company and so I had immense pressure from the award as well and then I started looking after my niece of course because she didn't have a mom anymore so um and and my sister's dog so I'm a dog owner overnight as well um so there's multiple pressures that have come together there and uh I I did I did burn out I did burn out because I was focusing so much on the work I think probably to avoid all the grief that was also happening yes correct Um, yeah yeah but actually, uh, and, so, and I've learned a lot through going through that process, um, mm-hmm. but actually the resilience that you have as a person, it's all about stuff that you build in yourself and for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, friends are brilliant and having a great caring community and network is a fantastic support. But mm-hmm. ultimately, you have to do the work yourself to make yourself um, well and well in a physical yeah. sense, well yeah. in an emotional sense. Uh, well in a spiritual sense um and so I've been through that journey since mm-hmm. sort of 2019 2020 um and you know I, I I feel like I'm in a different space now um we also lost my dad at the start of this year and that was in the background whilst my sister mm-hmm. was ill so it's mm-hmm. been a very difficult time for my family mm-hmm. um but you know, I, I, you find a power I think you can find a power from within when you realize that you are your own power. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to say, what I want to say is life has been testing you in a number of ways to mm. prepare you perhaps for the huge purpose that you have committed yourself to. Mm. And you should, um, I know this will sound perhaps strange, but take mm. it as a blessing And take it, be grateful and thankful for all those experiences that have made you a completely different person today, made you a resilient, strong, independent leader, female leader with a mission to change the world. And you do need that skill to change the world, to make that positive change. So it's funny how we only know how strong we are when life tests us. Um, and how much we can stand, how much we can. Um, and, and it's very difficult. I'm sure um, many listeners will resonate with what you're saying. And thank you very much for sharing that, because that's a very personal uh, story. Um, yeah. So you've built that resilience and that inner strength to keep going and keep pursuing your um, your amazing uh, purpose in your company. Mm-hmm. Um what has winning the award meant for for you and your business? Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Well, at the time that I put the application in, it, it felt like it was a lifeline for me to have a life yeah. on the other side of the very difficult situation I was in. Um, and actually also the confidence that that you were automatically given because I mean the chances of women winning a women in innovation award are just so slim it's just kind of quite mind-blowing when when you win it yeah Um, and it's quite a responsibility as well though because we're ambassadors for the program and so you know I feel now that that I I need to be able to show other girls and women that that regardless of their background, regardless of what they've been given um, at the start of their lives and through their lives, that they can have aspirations to make a difference 
in their own way, in their own worlds, and they can get the funding to do that and they can change their lives and they can have great impacts. So, you know, it's important as well for me to feel like I'm, I'm an ambassador for that programme and I hope that I can inspire other girls and women to just do the same thing. You don't need to see somebody doing it uh, to do it yourself, whatever your specific area is. But I think it's really valuable to see other women leaders who are just getting on with things. So yeah, totally. Yeah. And not not to forget, you are um, an inspiration for a new generation of young girls who um, live in very difficult times yes. um, um, and perhaps have dreams and ambitions, but their current reality and their current circumstances are not serving them very well and perhaps they are still lacking that life experience and knowledge of how to transform that um current circumstances into um into a better future for themselves so um fantastic um can you tell me going back to sustainability um uh how can we all live more consciously um what does it mean to live consciously? How can we create this better future for our children? Yeah, um, I think really on a personal level, I've I've probably shifted what I would give as advice on this from a number of years ago. So if you'd asked me a few years ago to give you the kind of top three things that an individual would do, then I'd say, you know, limit your flying um, and, yeah. and maybe change your diet um and and maybe do you know put loft insulation in your house if you're living in a drafty uk building yeah <laughs> all kind of actions that were about the individual and the individual's life and they are three areas where where you would have a big impact but i think for me now and i think for the environmental movement more generally the what we're saying to people is it's actually really important to talk to other people about climate so if you become somebody who's educated around climate, climate science, or you go through, say, one of our carbon literacy courses, uh, we will give you the knowledge and the skills to have those conversations with other people in your life. Because what we see is we only really need 25% of any population to shift in order for a massive change to happen. And I think the perception is that we need to change everybody, but we don't. We just need pioneers to kind of drag everybody along with us. Mm -hmm. So actually, then I'd say, well, who are the 25% in your life that you could influence to make a difference? So it's about talking about it. It's also about voting for the right people. And quite frankly, in the UK, we've got that very wrong <laughs> in the last yeah. Yeah. number of decades. So, you know, do you have local green councillors or independent people or, you know, that you can vote for? Because it's only really when we see those big political changes that we, we will notice more of a difference in the UK. Um, and and then also one big thing that individuals do, and we don't really think about it. Where is your money? Which bank do you bank with or who do you have a mortgage with? Because that is probably where your biggest influence would be as an individual, because if you think you're giving a huge amount of money to an organisation, where are they investing that money? You know, and yeah, wow, you easily, yeah. easily find out about ethical banks online. Just type out in most ethical banks UK uh, and a, a list of sort of seven will pop up. Uh, and actually, it's a lot easier to shift a bank these days than, than it, it used to be. It is, yeah, quite easy. So, you know, yeah. it's more about the, um, you know, the, the finding where those real impacts are is actually it's not about individuals and blaming individuals for this problem. We are all part of the problem, but we okay. have to change the system. And that's yeah. the thing that we need to focus on.
step yeah. by step yeah and why is it important um uh why living consciously is important yeah in your opinion um, and I think the living consciously bit is, you know, you need to live consciously in, in a number of levels. So it's back to that living consciously as an individual first. So you need to be conscious that you're not pushing yourself too much physically, that you're going to burn out or be incapable of delivering your mission. Um, and you need to be conscious of the impact of the people who are around you and how you can positively impact. Um, and then more consciously at the kind of planet level. Actually, I think we're really disconnected from from nature, um, from okay. the outdoors. And I think even just doing the little thing and having a dog now is actually kind of forces me to do it more regularly. Just going outside every day, having fresh mm. air every day, looking at, at, at nature and trying to see it with with fresh eyes every day and really appreciate what it is. Mm. So I think that consciousness can 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 be across all of those different levels again. Not to mention the huge positive impact nature has on our mental well-being. Absolutely. Which most people completely ignore, don't yeah. think about, um, because we are all so busy doing our usual nine to five duties. Yeah. Uh, but actually, um, I spoke about this uh, recently with, with another guest, how taking a walk outside changes your life just that simple activity of taking a walk um getting your endorphins going you know improving your breathing getting perspective on life on your problems suddenly and also social interaction it gets you out of the house so nature is all around us um it's there and mm -hmm. i often because I'm someone who had her own mental health struggles and transformed them completely, partly, partly thanks to nature. Because I've noticed every time I was surrounded by trees, um, I felt happier. I felt accepted for who I am. I felt like I was developing self-love and self-acceptance because nature is non-judgmental. Whereas people are judgmental quite often. Yeah. Of course, this is generalization, but if you go outside and you spend time in nature, no matter what you do, if you um, surround yourself with trees or water or, um, you know, just dog walkers, you will notice lots of people smiling. People are kinder the more time we spend in nature. So nature is pivotal to our mental health emotional health better productivity better relationships and so on and so on and so on in some countries you might you might have heard uh, doctors are prescribing nature walks as as a way of dealing with depression um and anxiety so protecting that nature is our duty it's our responsibility and it does not have to be associated with complicated actions it can just start in our homes. And I so, think actually, you know, I've learned something from having the dog as well, because the dog just lives completely in the moment. Uh, mm. And I've almost learned far, far better from George how to live in the moment than I have from, mm. from, from, any, from anybody else. Yeah. 
because and he's just so happy to just be outside he you know he's he's just his little tails he's he's quite a kind of non-committal tail wagger okay <laughs> <laughs> he's an old boy he's old he's old so he's kind of like i'm really happy so he's quite chilled you know oh that's lovely makes yeah. me want to have a dog <laughs> oh, it's beautiful if you're really lucky i might pick him up and bring him over to the camera when we finish <laughs> oh lovely bit of dog action so this is a fantastic conversation um we're coming slowly till the end of it but i want to ask you um where would you like to see yourself and your company in five to ten years time from now um and um what changes would you like to see in society and lastly what three things apart from changing a bank can we all do to make a big difference yeah okay so in terms of where i see where i'll be in sort of five to ten years then a future we want we'll be working in multiple we already work in in multiple countries so we've already sent our, our carbon footprint games um mm -hmm. to pretty much nearly every apart from antarctica i think we've been to every other continent in, in the world Wonderful. so we will grow our impact globally the the digital game will help us to reach more people and to have more impact that way um, and we'll just be <clears throat> delivering as much of that learning that fun engagement on climate change as we can so i'd like to see the, the company grow um, and I think for me personally as well, I don't know, maybe I'll have another kind of mission at that point, but I personally think I'm, I'm the future one, the future we want is my baby. So I suspect I'll still be nurturing the baby in five or 10 years time. And then in terms of what, what any individual can do, um, educate yourself. I mean, obviously I'd say come on one of our courses. Um, so educate yourself so you can educate others and support others with those com deep conversations about, about the planet and about how mm -hmm. we can all be involved. You know, this isn't about a sustainability person doing it over here. It's about us taking some responsibility for that. So in the same way we take responsibility for our own mental health, we need to take responsibility yeah. for our own environmental impacts. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, but I'd say actually the top three kind of actions you could do um then i love the plant-based thing i we i eat much more exciting food now i'm i'm mostly vegan you know yeah. uh, because you have to really think about your flavors yeah um and it's great for you from a healthy perspective as well uh, yeah. so so do that uh think about it when you're going to do those big traveling things can you do them slower can you go on a train rather than a plane can you and would you say and then, then go that. for a longer period of time you know, yeah, exactly. more of the holiday if you are going to have that kind of impact. Yeah. I so, would you say the way we manage rubbish is the obvious one, right? That springs to mind. That will be the last thing that I will say, because actually okay. in terms of kind of its carbon impact, then actually yeah. waste. We, we've got so focused on wastes and plastics in the last yeah. few years yeah. that we're kind of missing the fact that then we'll just jump in the car and do a very short journey where we could actually walk. Okay, or, I see. And I think actually the footprint of the of the of the travel or the emissions is is going to be much higher than the waste. Although obviously we don't want plastics in the oceans. <laughs> no, of course not. No. Reuse, reuse, recycle. Be creative about it as well. Find your own ways. Yeah. Find your own ways of having that positive environmental yeah. impact. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen some fantastic things in the last um, kind of a year or so where um, there's uh, some women who've been knitting scarves and the, the colour of the of the wool depends on the temperature outside on that day and so they've then got a scarf that indicates what the temperatures were like in their area throughout the whole year 
Wow. So it's just, you know, it's amazing how people can embrace through like artistic or creative ways. Yeah. You know, yeah. sustainability is not just about the kind of green and the hippie and the tree hugging and all that kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, it's it's actually about how everybody interprets it. So, you know. And sustainable fashion. I will just throw it out there. I think um, we all, most of us don't realize how many clothes we buy uh, that perhaps we don't necessarily need or uh, are not using clothes that are perfectly fine and still very, very pretty um, and just accessorize them differently. Um, something I started doing is being much more conscious about how much I buy and can I reuse them. And um, and especially when it comes to children, um, so I'm a mom, and when it comes to clothes, children clothes, they grow so quickly. <laughs> there's really so many places where you can get children's clothes for free that are in a great uh, condition and there's no need to to buy new ones but it's up to uh, everyone to decide individually like you're saying to because we I'd far rather you get the passion and the and the vibe to do this because you want to, you know, and that you feel inspired yes. to do something. So for me, I, you yeah. know, get, get involved because you really want to and it's something that really drives you. And that can be in any yeah. direction, whether it's fashion, yeah. food or exactly or flying less, whatever. Have a think yourself what works for you. And, you know, we uh, we only have one planet. Um Everybody knows that. It's very obvious. I was recently reading a book um, with my son, teaching him about the um, the solar system and different planets and how the conditions across other planets are not suitable for people and why. And when you see it like that, you realize we are so lucky that we live on this one planet that has the conditions for us to to function perfectly and if something happens to that planet you know we all take responsibility for that mm. it's and we do although we might not know it and we might be completely ignorant about it but we are all responsible for creating the sort of future and education for younger people and, and giving them the perfect conditions to to grow um, into healthy and happy adults. So let's take this responsibility. And to have the future we want, which is why I name my company that, you know. Exactly. And actually, let's focus, let's focus on, because we've got, we've got a lot we of the solutions. We've got a lot of the solutions to create all of the, mm. you know, to solve all of these problems that we have, either waste or, or emissions. So what's that planet going to look like when it's supporting everybody in the way that it, it needs to and everybody has a good quality of life? you know, and we're not uh, damaging it every day. And that's what we need to focus on, that that beautiful thing that we can create collaboratively. Mm, fantastic. Yeah. Well, Emma, thank you so much for uh, being on the show today and sharing your thoughts and your knowledge on this very important topic, but also sharing some of your uh, bits of your personal story and building emotional resilience. I will make sure I include uh, the link to Emma's profile underneath in the show notes section. And in the meantime, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much, Emma. Thanks for the invite. Lovely to talk to you, Emma. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, why not subscribe or leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts? I would love to hear from you and know what you think about our content. 
you can connect with me on LinkedIn. The link is below in the show notes. If you would like to get more tips on mental health, self-growth or relationships, subscribe to our newsletter. You will find the link below in the show notes. You can also check out our website for more resources on mental health and well-being and managing conflict in relationships. See you in the next episode of Virtually Unbreakable, delivered next week on Wednesday.